Hello, smuts, sluts, and butts. Baboon butts. <laughs> I was trying to go with, uh, I was going to go with spuds. Uh, somebody really called me out about the potato romance uh, <sighs> this week. Um, and I still think about it a lot. So anyways, uh, welcome to Up the Smut podcast. Uh, I'm Kate. The other voice on this machine is Michaela. Hello, my lovely, how are you? My lovely hostess with the mostest from Australia. Um, bringing us the what hemisphere is that southern bringing bringing us news from the southern hemisphere it's the first official day of winter here and i just learned like the rest of australia that you guys start your seasons on a random day we started at the start of the month so june july and august is our winter time here Oh. Even though it's been freezing, I've been fighting for my life. It's been like 60 degrees and I'm like, it's Arctic. My son is telling everyone we're going to freeze to death. So that's yeah. funny. I finally turned on my AC. Yeah. Is, uh, is it 60 case. degrees there as well? Yeah. I it feel like is. That today be. was 87 Jesus. degrees Fahrenheit uh, and it's going to be 80 for the next like two weeks and I'm fine. I'd like to just mm-hmm. sweat like a walrus on the couch i don't give a shit i care way more about spending money my husband is hot over uh 60 degrees and he's like no so i compromised and i put the ac on for 75 degrees so see i didn't compromise it would have been arctic or nothing that's my compromise is that i don't compromise my husband does see but that's like you're a better (laughs) wife than i am honestly and i think that both of our husbands will agree with that truly I did a no oh, spend so. day on Tuesday where I didn't spend any money. I didn't get myself a silly little drink on my silly little hot girl walk. And it was without a doubt the worst day of my life. I folded seven loads of laundry, did two loads of dishes, vacuumed the whole house. And my husband was like, this is amazing. I was like, I'm going out tomorrow and I'm spending some fucking cashola because I cannot do that again. I will not do that again. It's like you spent you know money, what? but it was on water to run dishes. What's the why? Oh, like, we don't pay no. for water here. When you rent, oh, you don't pay shit. for water. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. You're sure. Here that's a luxury. You can sometimes yeah. find people who don't charge for water. But I own oh, my yeah. home and unfortunately I have to pay my Rob turned on the sprinkler to water the grass mm. and I was like, It if if it dies, that is God's will. He did not yeah. create rain. And thus, he wanted the grass to die. All so I know we stop fighting. Is, I just, yeah, I've just watched Shameless. That's the only thing I know about your part of the world. I've but actually you know. heard it is pretty accurate. Mm. I don't live in I that like area of Chicago, but <laughs> if if anyone's watched Shameless, um, if my father didn't like take me in from my mother, I would have grown up like the Milkoviches. Like I would have been Mandy Milkovich. Just if if you get that reference, my DMs are open, and I'm here to commiserate with you. <laughs> You should watch anyway, The Bear. What's that I on? have? The Bear. Oh. It's actually on Disney Plus in Australia. And my husband, I always talk about him, he's a chef. He Watching that show, he's like, this is too real. He's having like war flashbacks of being yeah. in the kitchen. But then but you they're also getting divorced. Well, yeah, but I mean, they're, they're getting divorced now. So Jeremy Allen White, if you are listening... I'd be a good stepmother to your kids. Thank you. What are we here today to do, Kate? We're just doing a little <laughs> check-in yeah, with Ma- our reading. Yeah, Michaela suggested that we not structure the episode like our other ones, which are so structured <laughs> and scheduled and like segmented. 
uh, she was like, why don't we just shoot the shit, talk about what we are currently reading, our favorite reads this year, I don't know, what we're looking forward to, things we are hating right now. I actually have a topic of conversation um, that I think we may have, actually, Michaela and I have barely talked this week, which is very weird, but I was very sick, recovering, (laughs) so I thought, let's not talk very much so that we can just spill our guts on the podcast. But anyways, here's my gripe of the week. When I was 20 and I read romances with like 30-year-old alpha males, you know, I was like, though, that's hot. That's Mm -hmm. hot. Now I am 31, soon Mm -hmm. to be 32. I do not know a single alpha male in this. (laughs) Like now I'm like, no, no, the alpha males are in their 40s, you know? And I'm just wondering like, what like there's not a single 30 year old and i'm sorry if any of my male friends are listening to this but like there's not a single 30 year old that i know who like is a romance hero like they're all wonderful Mm. but you know like they don't personify the romance hero aesthetic yeah and i'm wondering like what is up with that All right, so here's my thing, right? I saw this, it was an Instagram reel, and it was this guy talking about how his parents would always send him outside. So you rem- like you remember that, do your parents used to send you outside? They'd be like, go outside oh, yeah. and play. Get out of my fucking house. But now we have grown up and we are healing our inner children by saying, you can stay inside, you're loved and valued. So this is the problem. We're all healing our inner child, but then when you heal your inner child, you're in a teenager has to be healed so like here I am I turned 35 this year but you know what I'm still 15 like I am still that bitch on my space and that's cool that's fine I have a family I have a husband I have children but at the same time I still enjoy things that would be stereotypically for young people I live in the nostalgia of listening to my chemical romance and also just like Lana Del Rey constantly I do read books with teenagers I manage to separate myself from that because I love their love stories and all of those things I think that we don't have any alpha males anymore as well is because to be an alpha, you have to provide for the pack. And most of these people cannot provide for themselves. Mm, so there you point. go. You know, it's not a yeah. weird thing. And this, in all seriousness, like especially in Australia, we're in a housing crisis. It's not a weird thing to be 30 and living with your parents still because nobody can fucking afford to get into this dream that we've been sold. Like I had a friend. He had been working at McDonald's, like he was 16, working at McDonald's, had his job, blah, blah, blah. He's my age now. Do you know what he did with his house deposit when realizing that it was just an unachievable pipe dream? He spent a year in Europe and good for him because he'd been saving for 20 years and for fucking what? Like I could absolutely blow your dicks off. And I'm sorry that I've gotten really serious with this, guys. But the point is we are on a giant rock hurtling towards the fucking sun. Okay, read whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. Punch a Nazi, not a politician though, because you'll probably get fucking in trouble, and I don't want to be responsible for that one. That's a whole other story. But There's that's a lot where of I'm overlap though, between, exactly. between politicians and Nazis. So yeah, definitely be careful mm. uh, who mm. you're punching. This is not a call to action. I repeat, this is not a call to action. But okay. yeah, in all seriousness, there was that. Kate was just asking me why men don't act like romance novel heroes, and um, it's because they're not written by women. I was just like, where are the, like, I don't know. Like, I even look at TikTok and I'm like, drop dead gorgeous men all over TikTok. Mm-hmm. But why I can't see them as romance heroes. 
like now is it just like the, the place that I'm at in life where like it's kind of flipped now I just picture like I just want to read about like George Holloway's you know yeah. from like Search and Rescue series by Katie Ruggle like I I now picture like romance heroes is like rugged outdoors men like mm-hmm. and I live in the city so are all the alpha yeah. men like romance heroes are they in like small town Colorado I guess they are or, I guess they're single dads I don't know dad, like again like romance. the men around me make great partners great I'm moving my hands so fucking mm-hmm. much they make great mm-hmm. partners great husbands great I don't know well I don't know if they make great lovers I'm not in their bedrooms that's up to them <laughs> But, you know, they're great people. But if I picture, I just, I don't think I have a single man in my life that I would be like, someone should write a book about that man. And maybe that's a yeah. new problem. Well, this is, okay, so this is the thing. Um, It's like that girl, Becca, you know, the one that, you're, Kate has this thing where she always sends me these, like, it's just women acting unchained and completely fucking unbothered by society. And it's like that girl, the blonde girl, who's like, men don't deserve lowercase letters and it's like it's the men don't deserve soup like soup is for women what you're gonna sit there with a little spoon and spoon it into your mouth like that's for girls um she also said men, men don't deserve men don't, to be celebrated uh, men don't deserve straws <laughs> or blankets <laughs> and she she's so serious in the videos i should mm. share her stuff more that so many men in the comments think that she is serious yeah. that it's and not she like is satirical like, no, and she's like a very stereotypically beautiful woman. Like she's discussed how she's had like lip filler and like Botox and she's blonde and she's got these Bambi blue eyes. Like she's gorgeous and really funny in her delivery because she looks like someone who should be like, you know, Elle Woods sort of level of whatever. And she's just like. Yeah, she looks like a Barbie. Yeah, men don't. She's so fucking straws. funny. Like that. Like that's it. Like that's the sentence. What are you going to purse your lips and suck? No, that's yeah. for women. You know, like. <laughs> So there's our rant, um, rant on men, politicians, maybe, all done within the first men, 10 minutes. Maybe all the men in my DMs are like ruining men for me. Yeah, I, I think that that's definitely the case. Ooh, I did is- just get a great uh, FF, rom- uh, FF romance somewhere. It's mm-hmm. not in the room with me. I was looking around for it. Um, so maybe I need to just like switch now to reading some FF romances and really just de- just eliminate men from my life for the time yeah. being not in like or a just men way, who like, like men no no not at all yeah. to the fbi watch man who yeah has to listen to this as part of his job you are earning your paycheck this week baby yeah but so you put many- a female fbi agent on this please like we deserve that and her pants. we deserve Ooh. her exactly yeah. all right how many books have you read this year tell me oh fuck this is why I had my Goodreads up. Okay, so Michaela decided that it would be a good idea for me to talk about how far behind in my reading challenge I am. I just wanted to um, the middle of the year. Like, I just wanted yeah. to check in to see how everyone was doing. Obviously, like, this is the disclaimer of do not compare yourselves to anyone. If you are reading one book a year, you are doing better than my husband. Okay, and that's all that matters. Yeah, my husband is actually doing, he's really into, a Bra- uh, is it Brandon Sanderson? Mm-hmm. Brando uh, Sando. Been, yeah, he's been reading a lot of his books, and now he's reading actually like a nonfiction, which I don't remember the last time he read a nonfiction, but he likes so really boring. thick books, and mm-hmm. he reads them very intently. 
Like, okay. he's the guy who, like, I'll hold up a meme to show him, and I can see him taking in the letters, at, like, yeah. reading them. You know, I actually just saw, like, a real or a, a Reddit post about that where someone was like, "Where? how are all these, like, fast readers reading fast, and, like, why are you reading so fast? And everybody was like, I don't try to read fast. Yeah. I just, that's just how I read. I'm not, like, <laughs> skipping things on purpose. And someone was like, yeah, like sometimes you get the readers who you can see them, like their eyes moving left to right across the page. That is not how I read. I take like, I, t- I don't know. I take like the page in at once. Like I look at yeah. the page in like paragraphs and yeah, I just take I it in. I feel like I read in paragraphs. A lot of information gets left out. Mm-hmm. If I need it, I go back and try and find it later. <laughs> I'll be yeah. like, I definitely missed something, but I can't, I can't just sit there and read each individual word like my husband can and that's why it takes him like we read game of thrones together and i read it in like each book in like less than a week and he read each book in like three weeks four weeks but he remembers everything i remember nothing one of the things that i remember about reading game of thrones is i read the first book and then i came down with gastro which is like a stomach flu and unfortunately that night i had eaten rissoles you know what a risol is? Do they exist in the States? They're like, it's like a little- Not by that name. In like, in like a fist shit. Anyway, so it was a risol. And I remember like I was vomiting up the risols before I started shitting my pants, obviously. And then <laughs> I just, in my head on a loop, Stannis Baratheon, like the word Stannis Baratheon was just on my head while my head was in the toilet. And I was like Ugh. throwing up like ex-boyfriends, shitty feelings. Like the universe was exploding out of every orifice that I have and all I was thinking was Stannis Baratheon, Stannis Baratheon, Stannis Baratheon. And it did it ruin it for you? No, I read the rest of them. I really enjoyed them. I gave all of the books five stars, but I've never watched the show. Well, I've watched the first season and then I was like, I didn't get it. Because you know how it's like there's a little bit of like magic-y weird shit with the White Walkers and then obviously like the books have never fucking explained it either. Like I think that he will do the same thing that Robert Jordan did and that is go ghost mode and then Brandon Sanderson will have to come in and finish his books. Yeah. That's yeah, that's basically the prevailing uh, mm. theory right now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I have if I if he ever does publish a new book, I'm gonna have to reread all the other books and I just yeah. don't know if I have that in me. I don't think I have a full series reread of Game of Thrones. I did enjoy them the first time around. I don't think I have I, I'm not in that frame of mind anymore in my life. Mm. At that time Maybe. I was trying to impress my boyfriend. Now husband. Who's now your husband. Yeah, you've got it unlocked. He's power, power of the pussy. That's got you there. So yeah. you don't even have to he do was, that And anymore. he read The Hunger Games. So yeah. he read The Hunger Games to impress me. Well, he was the winner in that. Like, you know, yeah, you got honestly. fucked up. I read Game of Thrones to impress him. And that's where, uh, yeah, we both fucked up a little bit. Because mm. we both lied. Well, I mean, I liked it, but I was like, oh, yeah, I, mean, I love fant- high fantasy books. Mm. I definitely don't just read romance. That's definitely. And then like jokes on him. Now he yeah. has to move my thousand books from apartment to house to house to apart, you know, like for the rest of our lives. Men That's don't deserve to not move things. Men no. should move things. I, d- I did learn the trick of putting them all the books in rolly suitcases though. Perfect. Instead of boxes. So there you go. Women in STEM. Um, but I believe your question was how many books have I read this year? <laughs> exactly before yeah. that tangent so i think last so there we year are 16 minutes in guys we're finally getting on top of the actual <laughs> fucking what did i podcast? i don't want to go find out what i did last year 
Um, oh, wait, here. 2022, my goal was, I read 291. My goal was 250. So I read 116% of my goal. I have slowly upped. So like in 2020, my goal was 175. I fell one book short. That was heartbreaking. 2021, my goal was 200, then 250. And this year I was like, I'm putting down a goal of 300, baby. Um, I have read 50. We're halfway through the year. I have read 50 books. I am 73 (laughs) books behind schedule. Goodreads is so rude. It's so rude. It literally is. It's like, you are falling behind. You should feel bad. Goodreads is owned by Jeff Bezos because it's owned by Amazon. So that's why when it's New Year's Eve and I cannot start a new fucking book, it's because it has to go to Seattle time because that's where Amazon was started anyway. Fuck the rich yet again. Listen to that episode again if you want to hear me ranting about billionaires. Yeah. And hot billionaires. We had some really good wrecks in that uh, series. I was going to say, he's not a hot billionaire, but it is a great year for side chicks because his side chick and him are engaged now. Oh. Camilla. Camilla is now the queen. It's the the year of the side chick, 2023. I said what I said. Anyway, yep. so you've read how many books? 50. Uh, again, though, I would like to clarify, I do not count rereads, typically. This year, I've been a little bit more forgiving. And because uh, technically, my Goodreads goal is to encourage me to not reread so much. That was like the whole point was that I was rereading all the same books over and over again and kind of just like cycling through those. And that's great. Um, I mean, it's definitely emphasizes how not healthy my mental health is at that moment. So I was like, no, I want to set a Goodreads goal so I can like encourage myself to, but this year my mental health is in the toilet. So I've been just rereading and I've allowed myself to count rereads if I reread the whole book, which the reasons I don't count rereads is because I tend to only reread my favorite scenes. I'll skip over the world building. I'll skip over the like boring whatever dialogue between her and like someone who does not matter in the book like they're not mm-hmm. fucking i don't i don't really care um yeah. in a reread the first time i read it i cared the reread i'm like let's get to the fight let's get to the fuck mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. get to the finish yeah the finish line you can get me there yeah so that's why i haven't been counting them but i just reread baby in the late night howlers and lola and the millionaires for the fourth time this year <laughs> So. But when Kate says as well about her mental health being in the toilet, it's like it's said that people who have anxiety, which obviously we do, if you didn't know that already, um, I medicated Kate's just out there fucking raw dogging it like an absolute champion. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, doing my best. It's like it's like what you do. Like it's just you seek comfort in those things. So that's why familiarity, familiarity. I do have therapy scheduled at the end of June is the earliest mm-hmm. they could get me in. So I'm ready to return. I've actually told this. I told the story, I think, in my stories, but maybe not. That I use because people were very excited about me being back, like being in therapy. I got a lot of, which is like, okay, not. They were happy for me, and they had their own stories. So they'd pop into my DMs, and they'd be like, "I love that you're starting therapy. I've been in therapy for like this long. I love it. It's like, I feel so much better." And I finally had to be like, "No, like I've been in therapy before, and what happened? It was great." And then my therapist ghosted me and that was not great for my mental health. So like COVID started, we went to telehealth and she didn't show up to three appointments and she kept a pot like after the first one, she apologized and we rescheduled and we had that appointment. The next one, she also did, she did not show up, but 
both times I emailed her right away. She messaged me later that night and said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. The third time was on a Thursday night. We were supposed to have therapy. I messaged her, nothing. Uh, Friday rolls around, nothing. Saturday, Sunday. She gets back to me on Monday and is like, oh my God, like, sorry, I totally forgot. Like I, like I was putting my kids, that's like my kid's bedtime. I put them to bed at that time. You're my only appointment in the evening. I totally just like, you know, it, it felt very victim blamey. Like you're my only appointment. In, like it's your fault because you can't, because you work 55 fucking hours a week and you can only schedule therapy after 7 p.m. And I never responded to her email. And I just didn't go to therapy for three years. I just wanted to say fuck them kids and fuck and you fuck too. You to that lady. Yeah. Because yeah. that is just awful. But I'm proud uh, of you for getting back on the horse. Yeah, I should have been whore. back on like early. And then we, well, the thing is like, then we moved and I was, we were about mm-hmm. to move and I was like, I'm not coming into the city again for therapy anyway. So I'm like, fuck it. So I just never found, it was like, then it was, there was too many therapists to choose from and I got very overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I just never went. I'm hoping this one's nice, but they're making me go once a week. My other yeah. therapist, I just went like once every other week or once a month, just as like a refresher. But they were like, no, we require people to go once a week until like we have a plan and like we have assessed like your needs and what you want and like to get. And I'm like, that actually seems healthy, healthier. Yeah, that that seems like they actually are doing their jobs and really worrying about the mental health and the state of their clients. Um, Speaking of mental health, mine is obviously uh, always on a hair trigger. It's a kind way of putting it. I have read, look guys, I need, I really do need to caveat this by saying I have every single streaming service known to man. I even have American streaming services because I have American friends who are motherfucking G's, honestly. Um, but I don't watch any of them because no, I'm not share any not, of my, well, share my Kate, shit with you. Kate's got someone else's. Um, Netflix Australia is actually, if you're sharing passwords, they want to charge you extra. No, no here. Well, yeah, it hasn't hit. US yet, mm. but it's going to, and I will be losing that. I'm not fucking paying yeah, for Netflix. You can get fucked. You can get fucked, yeah. honestly. Okay, but I have read, because I never watch TV, so I've read 95 books this year. And Why do you have every is... streaming service, but you never watch TV? I've got kids. Don't talk to me. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, go watch the TV. <laughs> Hold the phone, Fair. watch your TV. Fair. You know, and they don't even, they do watch TV, but it's just, it's like a comfort thing. I grew up poor, so this is why I'm like Gollum. I watched Lord of the Rings for the first time. Yeah. And then I, mean, I saw that Indiana Indiana Jones has been put onto Disney Plus, so I might Yes, I just next. saw that today. Yeah, I might like that's my five year goal to watch those movies. Um, but I was really feeling like watching Thirty Days of Night yesterday. And I put it on. So I was hanging out with my friend Josh and he was like, I don't like horror movies. And I was like, <gasps> What? You don't like horror movies. So I had to turn it off. Fucking weirdo. Honestly, I was like, watch this movie from 20 years ago with me, Joshua. But he wouldn't. So that was fine. Um, I did oh. finish off a series yesterday. I wanted it finished by the end of the month. And I did it. I felt like I'd fucking climbed Mount Everest or something. Because it wasn't even that good. But that's fine. Dark romance. Uh, I'm kind of in a bit of a slump at the moment. I don't want to read anything that I know I'm going to like. So I had to read shit that I didn't care about. I definitely didn't talk about that. That happens sometimes. Like sometimes I'm just like, fuck mm-hmm. it. I'm going to knock out one of these books I'm not excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like 100%. maybe 
maybe it'll surprise me but in a way it's almost comforting because it's it like it never does i'm not going into it hoping it's like i'm not like really excited for it so it really can't yeah. disappoint me it just no. is going to be versus yeah. like reading a book i'm i'm really hyped about and then having it fall short that's like almost yeah. painful yeah. not worth the no, risk can... sometimes well this is leading into hyped books and reading them immediately because every man and their motherfucking dog and i know that some people are gonna guess this the fourth wing every cunt is everyone is talking can i say cunt on this podcast yes of course so here's the thing, right? So I'm like, fourth week released. Sounds amazing. Sounds absolutely incredible. My friend Sarah from, like, I've met her. I've hung out with her. I think it's Sarah knows the story. Sorry, bitch, if I fucking fumbled the bag on that one. But she said that she caught a live show with the author and it is planned to have five books. I'm going to be fucking 40 by the time. I'm not reading that book. I'm not reading it yet because I'm not, it ends in a cliffhanger. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Oh, like no. I can edge myself by waiting to read the books later on. I know some people and some authors are like, look, I, I know it ended on a cliffhanger, but I need you to read the book or it won't like, they're not going to want like, or it's not worth it for me to write second. Like, you know, if the first book doesn't sell well, but then I'm like, I'm sorry, but you did a cliffhanger specifically to get people to read the next book. Mm. I, my mental health cannot handle that. I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm going to have to wait until the second book is out. Yeah. I can't mm. live that way. And I'm sorry if that hurts right. your bottom line for the time being, but you got to know that like people are going to want to read them when they're all yeah. out. No, I agree. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like even I remember this is like back because I've been on, what is it? Booktube for like nine years this year i haven't posted i know i know i haven't posted anything in a long time but if you are also a crone like me and you were sort of around the traps when things like that were happening one of the big series that everyone loved was falling kingdoms by morgan rhodes and she sort of did this one that was maybe like a present day interconnected sort of thing and she canned the third book just because she couldn't get the interest for it so it was like i know that the main series of the five was sorted but then there was the spin-off spirits and thieves and something else and the third book just never eventuated so now because there's not a conclusion to that i'm really reluctant to read any of it does that make sense yeah no it does i think that's definitely a risk like authors i get it like the, mm-hmm. i do know 100%. a few authors who have been like this series wasn't worth it to keep writing like this is my job yep. if it didn't make money i'm not going to put my time and effort into writing mm-hmm more books i totally get that on the author side but then there's the reader side where it kind of creates this like distrust Distrust. yeah yeah with the author because Mm -hmm. you're like i can't trust you to finish a i can't get attached to your books especially a series Mm -hmm. if i think that there's a chance you might not finish it like that you might drop it again so yeah it's a risk it's risky both ways Mm. like did you ever read vampire academy by rochelle mead no it slapped it slapped really hard and then she had a spin-off series and the spin-off series i had a massive fucking rant video of that on youtube um if you want (laughs) to dig through the archives to find that but it ended shittily but she did have this adult series that was kind of like a sci-fi sort of thing planned for six books only released two and i am still sour about that like i didn't even have a son when that book came out you know what i mean i'm like god and he's eight this month so i'm still thinking about these books there's also a lot to be like it also sours and i've complained about 
um, the Crossfire series by Sylvia Day so mm-hmm. fucking much. I actually just got rid of them all. I cleared oh, them right? off my shelf. I was I'm a book hoarder, so I tend mm-hmm. to like even if I didn't love a book, I want to keep it around me. Like yeah. I just feel just better so being surrounded by mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finally went through my bookshelf and I just decided if I am never going to read the book again, if mm-hmm. not even like maybe I'll read it one day. No, if I am never going to pick up this book again and I know it, it's got to go. Like yeah. it's got to go. I got to make room for books that I do want to read more of. And I got rid of the Crossfire series because I'm so fucking mad still that she, it was supposed to be a trilogy. Everyone yeah. knew it was supposed to be a trilogy. Book th- I'm reading book three. I get like 50 pages from the end and I'm like, there is no way this is about to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's just no way. But I was also like, what? like it's supposed to be a trilogy. So I ended up flipping to the end and there was like, I don't think I made this up, but there was like a little like the author note at the back that was like, I know you thought this was supposed to be a trilogy, <laughs> but I just can't say goodbye to these characters. So it's going to continue. Surprise cliffhanger, the third fucking book. Put it I in a so fucking newsletter. Mad. So, like, and then I got the fourth book against my better judgment. And it was, it was like a 400 page book that took oh place. God. Like the entire book took place over like a couple days or something. Oh my God. It was there was nothing happened. Nothing mm-hmm. happened in the entire fucking book. And I stopped. So there, I never read the last book of the series. Never bought it. Don't yeah. own it. Never even considered it. Just, I was so fucking mad. It's been sitting on my shelf for like five years, six years. So finally I went, nope, that's, so I just donated it. I was like, bye. I'm too mad. So some unlucky soul is being given that it's like it follows hey, but the like that series. series some people well, still recommend it on reddit oh, yeah. i have seen it recommended yeah. but it's sour this- me on sylvia day as a whole like yeah. for her to do that and then also not make it worth it it's like mm. if you're gonna piss me off but you're gonna make it worth it like it's gonna be so good great but i'm pretty sure it was just like her publisher being like because she was still riding the post 50 shades of gray wave because the crossfire yeah. series is basically 50 shades of gray like, down to the, like, hero who suffered, like, ch- sexual child abuse situation. Like, it yeah. was, like, I'm pretty sure, unless I made that up. But I'm pretty sure I was no, reading no, I it. I was like, these are the same fucking book. Yeah. And, for, like, the publisher was like, let's milk these people a little bit more. Let's Morning Glory milking farm them. She's milking. Like, she's doing the milking. Guys, we need to f- – I want to fucking record us so bad. Like, it's just – and it's just me looking over at my cats, like, every two seconds, just making sure they're still there. They're sleeping. It's just Michaela looking at her cats, me using my hands way too much, milking udders, 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 udders. But, yeah, so – Utterly yeah. ridiculous. So I never picked up another Sylvia Day book mm-hmm. either. Well, understandable. I completely get that. I don't think I would either. I know that I read the first one. I think I actually got it out from the library. This is when like mm-hmm. my library didn't really realize what they were stocking. Uh, and I was just like, no, never again. Because my big thing with reading contemporaries is I actually, I can't handle more than like one or two books because I think that it just becomes like torture porn for literally no reason. You know, like when you just have the characters and it's like, it's a contemporary setting. So like, why are we constantly making them break up, getting back together? Yeah. It's like, are we on the bus or off the bus? Yeah, that's it's definitely, it's like, um, that's why I kind of liked Alona Andrews style of 
writing trilogies because yes. I feel like if you haven't read Hidden Legacy, like I'm not sure what you're doing with your life. But this is Hidden Legacy podcast. Yeah, because I feel like trilogies work or like, you know, longer series work if it's a slow burn. If you're going to yeah. like done well, like again, mm-hmm. Hidden Legacy, there's like a kiss in the first book, I think. Yeah. Like they are not together at the end of the first book. They, I mean, there's a lot of sexual tension and some like mm-hmm, heat, mm-hmm. but they're not together. But it's also paranormal. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, I feel like fantasy. trilogies also work really well if they have all this world building to put in. If you're writing a yeah. trilogy in like a contemporary, mm-hmm. like just a contemporary, like not even romantic suspense, just contemporary, I'm like, there is not enough shit in the world to make me care about characters for longer than a book. Like, I'm sorry. Nah. Yeah. We're looking at no. you after series. <laughs> yeah, I have not. I, again, I think I've mentioned this before. I have tried to watch that Netflix movie twice. Um, both times I gave up before the end. I, that ne- I can count on one hand the number of times I have turned off a movie because it was so bad. I love bad movies. I could not fucking do it. One it of Kate's so favorite bad. movies, like just to really punctuate this, is like Jeepers Creepers three. Like that's one of your go to movies. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers two, but now the director's like a like obviously a fucking sleaze. It kind of ruined uh, like Jeepers everyone in Hollywood. This is the thing. This is probably yeah. why I don't watch TV. Uh, what else? So, what is your favorite book that you have read this year? Just to really, put um, your, I love how I don't rehearse any of this. It's just the first thing. My next question is: Do you think that um, animals have middle names? My husband says mine no. Mine is not. Ugh. Mine, mine don't. Well, mm, are you kidding? Yeah, I mean, my my parents. I feel like dogs. Like my parents' dog does. We call him Shorty Jameson for no reason is whatsoever. His, is his first name Shorty? Is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. Oh, okay. We adopted him with that name. He already had that name. Okay. The shelter named him that, and it stuck. Um, that's the only animal I've ever given a middle name to. My cat, Sophie, we just call her, like, Sophie Lofi, but, like, Lofi's not a middle name. You know, it's just, like, she's a fucking loaf. It's yeah. not her fault. I so. just feel like, well, because my husband and I had this argument, and because our cat, our kitten, <laughs> she's so cute. She looks like a little dolly. Her name's Fable. Um, you have and two fucking kittens, though. So. No, no, but I'm talking about Fable. Favoritism right is showing. No, it's not. She's been sick. But we've got Fable. And then he's like, well, cats don't have middle names. I'm like, well, why is the name Fable Sage the most perfect, beautiful, spectacular fairy core name ever? And he couldn't answer me because it's Fable Sage. And then all day long, I'm just like, Fable Sage, oh, my baby. Just it does talking flow like that really nice. Time. It's almost like one exactly. name, though, in a sense. Fable Sage. No, it's not. Fable it's Sage. Too- Someone in yeah. the I'm I'm in a, like a, a bunch of subreddits and somebody was like I found somebody with a really weird name the other day it was a, a young girl I think she's like a, the person posting is like a teacher or something and the girl's name was Winter Sage all one word <gasps> wow yeah no I thought of you we'll see well yeah so if you guys didn't know my daughter's name is Winter um and that's what happens when you let a 19 and 23 year old name a baby i wanted her middle name are you ready for this you're gonna fucking lose your cunt i wanted it to be romance so her name would have been winter romance exactly and then my husband who was 19 at the time he was like you can't do that to our kid and i was like but my favorite my favorite band's my chemical romance why would i not name a baby after that band i love romance books 
Wait, what is her (laughs) actual middle name? Boring. Bethany. Oh. But that's unexpected from you. Nah, it gets worse. I didn't pick it. So see, my kids, I picked both of their first names because I'm like, I'm better at names. Like I have a list of baby names that fucking slap, bitch. Like you don't even understand. Like I have named so many babies. One of my friends, she did not know what to name her baby. I was like, how about this name? Guess what? The baby is four years old and that is her name. (laughs) Anyway, so Bethany, uh, my husband picked it. And I was like, oh yeah, like that's fine, whatever. Um, find out it's from a fucking video game. It's an apostate witch from like the Dragon Age series, Bethany. Oh, which is that story either. I know. Well, you know, Bethany the witch. Well, you know, Winter Bethany. So there's that. But it does sound nice together, though. Winter Beth would have been cuter, like the Kiss song. That's pretty cute, actually. But then again, that sounds like one name. Winter Winter Beth. No, I would never call. I don't even call her that. I don't hate it. She doesn't get called that. She gets called her nickname all the time by me. So that's fine. That's what, um, Nicknames. Wait, earlier you started this conversation by asking what my favorite book of the year was. Yeah, but I wanted to talk about myself. I felt like you were talking too much and I wanted to jump (laughs) in there with a couple of little anecdotes about myself. I can tell you some of, some of the ba- the baby names we loved but didn't use as well because if our son was a boy if, if our son was a boy if our son was a girl would have had the best name ever. What name? Sailor. No, but, I'm so glad. Yeah, nah, I'm so nah. glad. It gets he... worse. It, it gets worse. The middle name, Luna. Sailor no. Moon. No. Yeah. No. Straight up. Yep, that was God, God's plan. Well, no, because he, he came to me in a prophetic dream. I've told this story a million times. Had a dream, a little boy on my wedding night. He said, oh, my name's Theo. I'm your son. I don't even like that name. Sorry to any Theos out there, but it's just, it's not a vibe. Everyone's named that. In America and then too. I had, yeah, no, Very exactly. But then I, had, name. I think it's in the top uh, 10 now. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's like a boring name, so yeah. he doesn't get called that by me. Um but it is his government name. And then I had a dream when he was maybe three months old and he spoke to me again. And he was like, you should have named me River because I go with the flow. And I was like, I could not have kids named Winter and River. Like, I'm not like a crunchy, hippie, dippy mom. No, like, I'm a punk yeah. bitch in a mosh pit, like punching people in the face. So like, even that, they do not match my vibe, but like, those are their names, you know? Anyway, so what's your favorite book of the year? <laughs> I actually scrolled. I, I actually scrolled through my Goodreads before this because I was like, "What was my favorite book of the year?" Um, and not that any book has been, well, other than the ogre books, but like, a lot of the books have been very good, very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that I like one stuck out as like the book of the year. Until, okay, I just started reading this series, and I told Michaela the story before the pod. Michaela and I always talk for, like, 15 minutes before the podcast, and I'm always like, stop talking. Stop talking. They're always like, the best conversations. Yeah, it's I'm like, like what? Time- we're ruining it. We're ruining the podcast <laughs> conversation by using up all the conversation before we start the recording. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. So I, I started this story, but, and actually, I think I finished the story, but a wonderful human being named Annie was stalking my Goodreads and she, which I didn't know people did. 
because um, not only was she stalking my like current reads, but she went into my want to read, which is where I put all the books that people tell me to read. And I just am like, later. That is what that is for. So it's one of the in, circles of hell in there. It's never any books that I picked out for myself. It's literally just like, if you recommend me a book, I will go into my want to read shelf on Goodreads and I will add it. And that's how I keep track. And then if I need, because if I, if the books I want to read have stalled, like they have just now, because authors are not writing fast enough for me. <laughs> what up, favorite authors? Uh, actually, there's a bunch coming out soon, so I'm just waiting. But she was like, I went into your want to read and I noticed you have one of my favorite books of all time on your want to read list. And I'm so sorry. I do not remember who originally recommended this book to me. I'm not sure. It's called The Wolf at the Door by Charlie Edhara, Edhara, something like that. And she was like, you, you got to read it. She was like, it was one of my absolute favorite books. I read the, I didn't realize each book was the same characters. So it's like five books in the series, all following. It's an MM uh, series, Shifter, Wolf Shifters. Um, and FBI situation and like solving crimes I described it in my Instagram stories as like kind of like Mindhunter, but the law like the law enforcement partners are fucking. And oh, one yeah. of them's a wolf shifter. That sounds good. Yeah. That's so I was good. like, this is perfect. I was like, sure. It's only like 240 pages, the first book. But again, I didn't realize all five books were the same characters. And she was like, You have to read it. Uh I highly recommend it. If you hate it, don't tell me. And I was like, cool. I, that's totally fair and now uh that was on monday it is wednesday i have read three of i just finished the third book uh before this podcast so i am absolutely loving it i will say though uh it is so it's very suspenseful each book is kind of like a whodunit kind of co- cozy mystery vibes in like that sense like the way that they're going about solving the crime uh like you know you're there's a lot of misdirection and a lot of you think you know who did it and then all of a sudden it's not them and you're like what so but and like the sex is very hot um but it's also there's less sex than i thought there was just because i've read so many wolf shifter books lately that are like 90 percent fucking so mm-hmm. it's a little bit you know there's like a sex scene or two maybe three in each in each book which is perfectly fine because they need time to solve the crime if they were just fucking all the time they would be terrible fbi agents so unless you think about the case while you're fucking sometimes they do okay but it's also really hot like one of them you know they they like to do like role-playing but it's very like realistic role-playing like they're like kind of laughing during it as they're you know i I don't know it just feels like she uh, described it as like that it's a very like emotionally open book like the heroes Mm -hmm. are both they're they're flawed they're working through things together uh the one hero cooper almost died in a wolf so wolf shifters are not like out in the open in this book they're like a secret society uh but cooper the fbi agent gets mauled by a werewolf shifter it now he knows they exist he lost like a six feet of his intestines or something or six inches. i don't know how many intestines you have it's six something so now he has to like eat a lot of small meals like it you know it, it adds that aspect in and he gets paired now that he knows wolf shifters are a thing he gets put in the bsi which is like they help kind of like 
keep track of wolf shifters and keep the, not keep them in line, but like solve those crimes. And Oliver is a wolf shifter that he has partnered with to like solve this case of like these, they think there's like a wolf shifter serial killer out there. So they're paired together. It's just really cute. Like they're both like emotionally stunted. They both had traumatic like childhoods. And so like first book, they solve a crime. Second book, they're forced to go home to uh, Cooper's uh, family for a wedding. And he's like kind of estranged from his family. Third book, they go back to Park's family for a funeral or Oliver Park. And there is, he's estranged from his family. So like there's, uh, it's just like each, each book is very fun. So um, I think there's five. I'm very much enjoying it. So if you want something new. That sounds absolutely but each incredible. Book, each book like wraps up. So like if you wanted to just read book one, it doesn't really end on a, like on a cliffhanger or anything. They're no like together. Yeah. And there's not like we're broke. Like there's not a lot of that, like we're broken up. Like they don't communicate very well, but um, they work through it as opposed to just like, you know, contemporary romance breaking up and like because of miscommunication. It's more like they miscommunicate and then they're like, no, you, we've just fucking miscommunicated. We got to mm. figure this shit out. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Com- conversation and communication is key. Exactly. That is my current read and one of my top reads of the year so far. Very much enjoying well, it. Yes. Yeah. That's fucking exciting. What about well, you, I love though? Because you just read oh, the series that you said you weren't super geeked about. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? You don't have to if you want to talk about yeah. happy happy book you love well i feel like i just haven't read (laughs) i haven't read anything that's like really jumping out to me this year like i feel like i've just had like a year just like no i don't know like i've just kind of been bumbling along honestly like just you know reading doing whatever um i started the year off by reading a lot of cozy mysteries because my libby had all of these books by nancy warren so if you're down with cozy mysteries like clean no fucking um, I think that even in that one, like the love interest might've been like a third cousin or something who fucking knows it was British, um, people doing British things, but Rebecca Jenchak actually got her, what is it? Campus Nights and what the fuck is that other one? Offside? Seriously, they're on KU at the moment. So I was talking about her in the hockey romance episode that we did and a book that just came out from her Campus Wallflowers series is Scoring the Play. And I fucking love that. I gave it five stars, um, but that costs money. But the series that I wasn't that jazzed on that I just like binged in the last three days is a continuation of The Royals of Forsyth University. It's by Angel Lawson and Samantha Root. It's dark romance. So this is like when I like disconnect, like I can handle dark romance, but I just never root for any of these people. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just like, because when I read a romance I'm like oh my god how cute like they're in love and it's so sweet and it's amazing and like they're becoming better people but like dark romance like they're never going to be a good person mm-hmm. and you know like whenever I think of people who are like never going to make it to like you know be together forever it's because they're going to get killed when they're like 35 in a fucking shootout or something you know like because when you play the game you lose occasionally so I read all of those and I feel like because I read the first three books which was focused on the lords so in this universe <laughs> so fucking funny they're all at university and they're just like these little like white men gangsters you know like they're just doing embarrassing things like playing their little games and stuff and basically it's they're all white shoes and you know you don't have to choose because they just share them no i know so the lords um it was the one of the guys killian it's his stepsister story um her name is story yeah and i was like 
I went into these books because my friend was like, yeah, read Dukes because the princes who are the next trilogy, it's a breeding kink because they pick a princess and they just like all fuck the shit out of her until she gets pregnant and produces an heir. I, you have so, my attention. No, here, you don't. Lose okay. the attention. The attention's Lose gone the attention. because okay. the. I just don't think the payoff is like going to be worth it because only the first book is out at the moment. And then so I read all of those books at the end of 2021. And so going into this in 2023 and like you, you do have to read those first three books because you see like Story and her, you know, fucking gaggle of men. And then these three people, I'm like, why do I care about these people? Like they literally, the book starts off with the three um, male love interests. They literally essay this woman to like get her into their possession. And I'm like, at the end, I'm like, I don't care if any of them die. Like I was reading every page, like it's on KU, reading every single page. I'm like waiting for all of them to just get blown up, like in the end, you know, so that was fine. Um, but it has helped because I've read those things and that is all good. And now I can read something that I really enjoy reading. It's probably going to be like a cute little sports romance. I'm also thinking something from my shelf. I don't know because I've got all of those books that just look at me all the time. Or I could just take pictures of my cats for the next three You've hours. You've been doing that a lot. Mm. A lot. In a good way. Yeah, always. I'm always a Every lot time I see them, I'm like, these cats are motherfucking photogenic. I have a They're black cat. So she is not photogenic. Like, you can't see any of her features. If you take a photo of her, she's just like... A smudge. Yeah. You should have... You know, it would make her happy if she had a middle name. I'm just saying. It oh, so my happy other... if I died. Well, she that too. Dead. Well, oh, and I haven't even... I've only spoken about Fable. So I've got the other one, the boy cat, who's like twice her size. He's so funny. His name's Dagger. Dagger what? So, Dagger Kodiak, like the Kodiak oh bear. <laughs> yeah. See, but like, like, why does that sound so good? And then when he like, flow. exactly. You're good and then at it like creating hit. a story with their yeah. names. I'm a triple water sign. So this is like the thing, right? Like Fable Sage, she's like a cottage core girly. She's like soft, you know, she's all of that. And Dagger Kodiak, it's like that sound. He's just like... I can survive under any conditions. Like he's a yeah. motherfucking, he's like the guy in the dark romance, like shooting people in the face and their brother and sister and they were bonded. That's why we got them. Cause they would have like died without each other. So I was like, why not? I'll, I'll take both of them. You should have taken every cat that the your friend had. Well, she only had four and one went to another friend of the daughter. So our daughters were friends. They were like best friends in um, prep and then the other cat, a lady was supposed to take it. And then on the day she was supposed to pick it up, she was like, oh, yeah, it's not going to work out. So my friend's keeping it. It's <laughs> like, oh. yay. But she has the mother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She owned the mother? Yeah. So that's nice. Well, the, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And she friends. comes over and sees them all the time. I know, exactly. Uh-huh. So I know I've gone from a mother of two to a mother of four because this is the thing, guys. If you guys don't have pets, like my kids are like, we'll help and do this. We'll be the mum and dad. I'm like a single mother to these two cats seriously my husband he works they love you so much they love me so much so much and you hate it and love it it's really hard being someone's world um and i'm always like how are my cats like do they talk to me fable say just at the point Um, it's also just at the point where your kids are entering entering like preteenness and like puberty mm, so it's like the perfect time to find replacements that do love you because your kids are just going to start being mean to you they so. can get fucked. If they try to be mean to me, I'll be mean to them. Um, and without having to, like, have another baby, like, going through the absolute ordeal of pregnancy 
Um, because why the fuck would you want to do that? And I can have a margarita whenever the fuck I want. Like that's the thing. Until you have to clean the litter box, and you're I drunk. Would, I would rather clean fifty litter boxes than have another C-section and a that's margarita. Fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So suck sure. shit, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> That's all I have to say. Uh, um, I do want to tell you, I because we didn't really talk. I want to tell you about this book I read really quick uh, the other day because I hated it, hated it, mm-hmm. and loved it hated at the same it. Tell time. Me everything. Okay, here we go. Um, uh, uh, individual I follow posted about it, and the way that they did it, I think it's a vicious but romantic is the person's username. Um, great Rex. Uh, they were like, you, you don't even know how many times the word brother was used like in this book. And I was like, you got, you got me. I'm going to read it. It's called Himbro by Honey London. And I was talking to my friend Shayna the entire time I was reading it because she reads a lot of MM. And I was like, you might like this because it's about stepbrothers. Mm-hmm. And so, but I've never read a stepbrother romance where they've been stepbrothers like almost their entire life. So I think they were like Ooh. six and two when they became stepbrothers. Um, so I'm like, okay. Like usually, you know, it's like our parents got married six months ago or like we were high school enemies and now we're in college and our parents just got married and now I'm returning mm-hmm. to my hometown and my brother's hot. You know, it's like that. They were like six and two. Ooh. And now they're in ones, I think, I think they're like, 30 and 24 or wait no there's only four years between them so like 28 and 24 one's Whatever a nerd that that's that, yeah i don't fucking do math that so one is devin devin is like in pre-med he is uh a nerd very like stereotypical nerdy guy like they're going on vacation and he brings like a bunch of textbooks with him it's summer so he has like a backpack full of textbooks and jesse is the like cool older stepbrother who's like really easygoing and just kind of flits from job to job. And uh, yeah, he's yeah. Very drop dead, gorgeous, handsome Devons. This is also hilarious because there are characters named Jefferson in both the books I read this week, both the wolf at the door and this book. I've never read that name before in a book. So it was wild. Well, we like Devin Kennedy become a name. Kennedy yeah, and Reagan are a name. Jefferson is on the rise. You've heard it here Jefferson. first. So Jefferson uh, is Devon's, ex-boyfriend now they were supposed to go to hawaii this book kind of made no sense they were supposed to go to hawaii the next day uh jefferson breaks up with him i was immediately like who bought these tickets because devin devin tells jesse he's like now i have no one to go to hawaii with and jesse's like i'll fucking go to hawaii with you i was like one did jefferson buy his own ticket to devin's college they've been dating for like four months did he buy his own <laughs> ticket to Devin's college friend's wedding? Like, did he buy- oh, Otherwise, if Devin bought it, why doesn't he just transfer the ticket into Jesse's name? So Jesse just was like, I'll go with you. Like, you're not going to go alone to Hawaii. I'll go with you. And so they go. He just, he goes on. He's like, oh, there's one ticket left for the, the flight. And I bought it. And I'm like, can you see that? I guess on a flight where you pick your seat, but like otherwise, how would you know there's only one ticket available? Like, the- I've never had a flight tell me that how many tickets are available. Anyways, <laughs> getting off track. So they go. 
Devin's ex-boyfriend, I forget what his name is, uh, it's Bryce. And then Shane and I had a whole conversation about how Bryce is always like a villain name in a book. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce, Scott, Kevin. Yeah. Those are evil ex-boyfriend names a, in books. A Bruce. There was a Bruce who was a bad guy in the Fawcett University. Yeah. The hero's Shane name is always like fucking Asher, Grayson. Well. Yeah. You know, like the cool name. And then you've got like Bob. You're not wasting a good name on an ex-boyfriend in a book. So you know, like the author's like, so I'm not using one of my good names for this guy. He's a dick. His name's like 100%. Doug. Doug, Dave, David, always. So anyways, <laughs> his name is Bryce. And Bryce is a dick. And so Jesse, who, oh, here's another thing. They've been stepbrothers since six and two. Devin's friends from college have never so much as seen a picture of Jesse. Have never heard his name. Devin's like loves his brother. Like they're very close. Uh, But I guess he like drifted away because Devin went to school across the country. But I'm still like. We have phones now, hun. Like FaceTime, Like. I just, I don't know how you never hear even his name. Because he does go by Jesse when he's pretending to be Devin's boyfriend. So he comes up, puts his arm around Devin when he's talking to his ex-boyfriend. He's like, what's up, babe? Kisses him on the cheek. Now now they're fake boyfriends. Again, Devin is at his best friend's wedding. Two of his best friends who have never heard Jesse's name said out loud by Devin before. How do you never fucking say your brother's name yeah like i've asked your brother's name we won't mention them on the podcast but you're like oh, i've got two brothers i'm like what are their names yeah you know how you're like okay but this is also a funny time for me to say i have a sister and people are so shocked when they find that out because i act I like an am. only child yeah you've told me multiple <laughs> times you have a sister and multiple times i have forgotten you have a sister so that's fair She's my half-sister. She's 10 years older, but, like, I still have one, but I act like I have never seen another child in my life. I act like Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka. (laughs) You do. No, that's the vibe. Yeah. That's the Veruca Salt core. All right, so maybe somewhat realistic, but still, like, (laughs) Devin, they explained it away as, like, Devin deleted his, like, Instagram at one point. And so there's no pic, like, and all the pictures that were on there were like from childhood. So they don't recognize Jesse when they see him enough that this fake dating scheme can go on. Um, <laughs> but he- I won't spoil the whole thing. That's literally like two chapters in. We're two chapters in right now. Jesus Christ. Um, and I don't want to spoil it, but like in every, in every sex scene, and there's not that many, it's a very short book, actually. It was only, again, it was like 200 something pages, very short. Um, I guess that's like medium short. Very short would be like 80 pages. But they say brother so many times. Like that's the during vibe. sex, you're kissing and they refer to each other like, how does my baby brother feel? How does I'm my, like, kill be like, I love you older brother. Stop. I was like, I don't I- like that. Stop. I'm going to report this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like the book was, I was actually... Like, I did start to enjoy it after I got over, like, the, okay, you've never heard of his brother thing. The plot was entertaining because it was so short. It's, like, fast-paced. The the best friend that who's getting married reminds me of you, like, a little bit. Oh, like, she was just chaos. She was fucking chaos. <laughs> uh, every word out of her mouth was insanity. And I was like, I love her so much. Um, but, yeah, like, every time they, like, kissed or 
got close, like had sex. It was, they were dropping the B-bombs. It was just like, how does my dick feel like little brother? Like, I was like, I get it. You're stepbrothers. You don't need to shove it down my throat. Well, he should have shoved it down his throat. But I would just say, if the author of that book is listening to this podcast, please speak to your therapist about that because there's something going on there. I still finished it, man. It was, I mean, it was still entertaining. It was. I'd still be. I'd still probably tell someone like, if you can look past that, you can read it. Um, you can do anything I if you thought, can look past that. You're ready for flowers in the attic if you can look past that. I couldn't tell. I, I haven't read anything else by this author, so I don't know if that's, like, part of her signature is, like, making it. You know, like, how some authors just, like, Cora Rose writes a lot of MM, and the books are – she's very tropey, like, leans into the tropes a lot, and I love it. Like, sometimes it's nice to just read a book where you know things aren't going to progress like naturally, mm-hmm. like there's going to be wacky circumstances that toss them together. And one of them's a stalker, you know, it's just like, like that. And so I can't, I don't know if that, this author, if that's like her signature, you know? So I'm like, I would think I would need to read another book to see if she really leans into like that. And if the brother thing was just kind of supposed to be eye rollingly funny, or if I was supposed to find it hot because I found it very distracting. Like, I, I'm reading a stepbrother romance. I know that they are brothers. How weird mm. to be calling someone your baby brother when their dick is, like, your dick is in their mm. ass. Mm. Right? And on that note, we've been speaking for an hour and I need a shower. <laughs> the All right, so we're ending on baby brother. <laughs> uh, how does my dick feel in your ass? I guess that's the ending quote uh is that what this episode will be titled time will tell (laughs) Um, (laughs) i hope you uh, enjoyed listening to this just like shooting the shit episode uh do you think we should do yeah yeah michaela's like i regret suggesting that um if you want to hear more shoot the shit episodes let us know um we do have your guys recommendations uh somewhere in our archives on instagram Mm -hmm. We're going to look over those and see where we should move forward uh, with themes in the future. I, do we have some holidays coming up that we could make sexy, you know? Such a um, Gemini season. So, no. <laughs> so, no, we can't. I've got the can't. giggles now. Now I'm completely unstoppable. I'm, I'm just, just going to be silly. texting you baby brother every so often. I'm going to fucking punch yeah, on with brother. you. Like, that's you'll change my name to that on um, Facebook chat. It's your, she's still rice, it's still rice ball. So one Kate eats a rice ball one time and I was like immediately changed her name to rice ball yeah, with a little coral next to it. it was I feel delicious. like one of those now. I could go for some food. I could eat. Could you eat? Yeah. I'm hungry. Eh, I got no, something. But that's all right. Okay. It's like 9.30 p.m. here. So it's like bedtime, okay, yeah. not eat time. So we're on okay. different vibes. I'll but anyways, um, let us know what your favorite books are this year let us know if you're also kind of slumped um, let us know the worst book that you have read this year and we will read yeah. it <laughs> there's a theme but also yeah, that the- sounds like torture a little bit i already had to go through o- ogre month so no nah, we survived still- re- that where turkey one that fucking I- where turkey was not that bad ogre month i have not recovered my reading <laughs> never recovered after ogre month okay it never recovered you can see it that is where the steep like yeah. decline in reading happens That's true 
I was like, I read like 30 books before Ogre Month. And then after Ogre Month, I've read like 20. And that was like five months ago. You have to suffer for the art. But I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. We love you very, very much. Thank you for listening. Stay slutty, stay smutty, and read whatever the fuck you want.